0: You are listening to the Midlife Fulfill Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I surveyed hundreds of men and women over the age of 40, and I discovered that 78% of them reported not to be fulfilled. That's when I realized that I wasn't alone. So I launched this podcast where I feature midlifers with an inspirational fulfillment story to share with you, as well as experts sharing information on a relevant topic that helps you thrive in your current midlife season. So stop beating yourself up. You deserve to thrive in midlife, and I want to help you with that. So listen up to this episode, and if you haven't subscribed to the Midlife Fulfill podcast, be sure to press the follow or subscribe button on your podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. And subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get each episode delivered to your inbox, along with bonus content to help you thrive in midlife. And now, I invite you to prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three. Enjoy this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello, my midlife friend. This is... Is Bernie Borges your host of the Midlife Affair podcast, and this is episode one hundred and eleven, a takeaway episode from my conversation with Heike Yates on episode one ten. Hey, as a reminder, my takeaway episodes are no replacement for the entire conversation. So, if you have not listened to that episode on episode one ten. Go back and listen to it right now. And hey, I also want to let you know that I am coming to you from a different location. So if I sound a little different, that's because I'm recording on different recording gear. And I just want to share my good news. I'm visiting my daughter. My wife and I are visiting my our daughter in Connecticut. She and her husband just had a beautiful baby girl. It's our third grandchild and our first Granddaughter, And it's just an awesome, awesome experience. So if you hear a little background noise, I hope you'll deal with it. But that's the reason that you might hear it. But anyway, the show must go on. So here we go. First, let me start with a few takeaways from my conversation with Heika. First one is regular exercise equals financial savings. Yes, regular, consistent exercise not only improves our physical and mental health, but it also has a positive impact on our wallets by reducing the cost of lost productivity due to the health issues that can force you to take a lot of time off of work. It can also reduce the risk of illness, which saves you money from missed work days as well as those pesky medical expenses. Number two, exercise for mental well-being. Exercise is not just about physical health, it also has a profound impact on our mental well-being as well. And number three, the power of nutrition and exercise together. Exercise and nutrition just go hand in hand when it comes to maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Heike advises that we eat as close to nature's table as possible, as well as eating meats and fish that are reliably sourced. Now, we also spoke about making time for exercise, and this is where I want to land for my takeaway episode and also a challenge for you to consider. On episode 110, I shared a story about a woman that I encountered while I was walking up the stairs to the third floor of a medical office building where I had an appointment. She was dressed in medical staff attire, so clearly she was at work. And she made the comment to me that with her schedule, This was the only time that she had for exercise. Let me tell you, I totally respect her circumstance. Some people have very demanding schedules with jobs, family, and just circumstances that don't allow for regular exercise time. I get that. But I want to offer two ways, two ways to make regular exercise part of your daily routine. Now, if you already have a regular exercise routine like I do, you may want to share this episode with someone you know who can benefit from these suggestions. So I'm going to address two scenarios. In scenario one, you're busy, but mostly you lack the discipline to schedule regular exercise. In scenario two, you don't have a spare minute in your day. So think about which one you are. Let's begin with scenario one. You're busy and you lack the discipline to schedule regular exercise. I wanna suggest that you begin by admitting this to yourself. There is no shame in this. Now look, you're not doing yourself any favors by not scheduling time for regular exercise, and of course, that is your choice. But don't be ashamed if this is you. Instead, I wanna offer you a suggestion. Find an accountability partner And together, commit to doing regular exercise. There's so many options that can make this enjoyable. For example, early morning Pilates or spin classes are a great option. Or just go to the gym with an accountability partner. And if you're wondering when, I suggest going early in the morning before the sun rises. Now, if you're not a morning person, challenge yourself. Look, you've convinced yourself that you're not a morning person. You totally believe it because it's become the truth for you. But all you have to do is get to bed earlier than you normally do and set the alarm one or two hours earlier. Here's my story. Before my daughter was born, our firstborn, I used to work out after work around 6 p.m. So before that new responsibility of being a dad and being present with my wife at home after work, working out in the early evening was fine. In fact, my wife also worked out after work before our daughter was born. But after our daughter was born, our circumstances changed. Now, to be honest, I dreaded the idea of working out early in the morning before work for two reasons. First, the dreadful thought of getting up at 5 a.m. was initially overwhelming. Secondly, I was used to working out after work, which is a popular time at the gym. So I was concerned that the gym would be empty early in the morning and I'd feel less motivated because I'm not surrounded by like-minded people who are working people like me, striving to stay fit. Here's what I experienced. Getting up at 5 a.m. took some adjusting, no question about it, I totally admit it. But after a while, my body adjusted to waking up at 5 a.m. as long as I could get six or seven hours of sleep. So I checked that off my list of excuses. And then this one, this next one, really surprised me. The gym early in the morning is packed. I mean packed. I was so naive to think that I'd be the only person at the gym early in the morning. I made so many friends at the gym in the early morning shift, I'm talking before 6am. Every one of the people that I met was in a similar circumstance as me. They either needed or wanted to work out early in the morning before going to work. I ended up making a friend who became my workout partner, his name is Frank. He and I worked out together 5 days a week. He and I pushed each other to get the most out of our workouts and we had great conversations. We became good friends and we had great workouts together. Now, if your job requires you to start your day super early and this early morning workout routine won't work for you, I get it, but just find another time in your day. Now, I no longer work out at the same gym where I met Frank, but I still get up at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday for my morning workout. Even when I don't want to get up when that alarm goes off at 5 a.m., I force myself to get up because I know that that I'm going to feel better after my workout and I'll be set for the day. I've also met people who work out in the evening. Hey, look, whatever works for you, the important thing is to schedule time for your daily workout. Are you feeling stuck or unmotivated in your career? I invite you to download the Midlife Career Reboot Workbook. It's a free resource to help you make the next move in your career so that you can get back to thriving again. The Midlife Career Reboot Workbook walks you through my five step career reboot plan. Here's a quick summary. Number one, get the product right. You are the product. Number two, know thy target market. Really know them. Number three, reach out and engage your target market relationally. Number four, get the meeting. Number five, reassess and adjust your plan as needed. You know, I've rebooted my career twice in the past seven years using this approach. This method really works. And by the way, these principles apply for business development too. So if you're looking to reboot your career, get your copy of the Midlife Career Reboot Workbook and tell a friend about it. You or a friend can download my free Midlife Career Reboot Workbook at midlifefulfill.com or in the show notes for this episode. Get started rebooting your career today. Now, in the second scenario, you don't have any time to squeeze out of your day, probably like that woman that I met in the stairwell. My suggestion for you is to do what Heike suggested in the conversation we had on episode 110. Just like that woman that I met in the stairwell, find moments in your day to exercise find opportunities to maybe walk the long way to the bus stop or the long way from your car to the place your place of work if you work at a desk in front of a computer most of the day or all day take a minute or two several times in your day to push your body weight up and down using your arms on your chair Stand up and lean into your desk or table with your arms spread apart about two feet and do push-ups at about a 45-degree angle. You can also stand up and just squat up and down two times or five times or ten times or whatever amount you can do. You can do it right at your desk, but do it until your heart rate is pumping. Now, you may want to consult with your doctor first before you do that, just to be on the safe side. The key is to find creative ways to build these little exercise bites into your workday. The opportunities are there if you make them, but you really have to make them. As Heike said, if you do these exercise bites frequently and regularly, they will have a positive impact on your health. Now here's one more idea. Gamify it. What I mean by this is get creative. Put together a friendly competition with coworkers. Create a leaderboard that tracks you and your coworkers' exercise bites throughout the week. Discuss it with your coworkers and you'll find that you're inspiring each other. Look, there's nothing like a little friendly competition to get the motivation meter going. Share this idea with your leadership at work, your boss, or even the HR department to get them to support your initiative. Hopefully, they'll be very supportive of it. And if you're the boss, consider introducing this idea to your team. Now, if you work at home alone, consider creating a virtual group of friends who meet weekly to discuss your at-home exercise bites. Maybe you can video your exercises and share it with your friends in the spirit of motivation and friendly competition. All of this circles back to my life's motto. And if you've been listening to the Midlife Fulfill podcast for a while, you've heard me say this before. And that is, if you believe you can, you're right. And if you believe you can't, you're right. I suggest that you start with the why of regular exercise. Heike shared on episode 110, health reasons to be committed to regular exercise. And as she said, the main point is regular exercise, not just once in a while. She also shared the financial benefits to regular exercise. So, if you're motivated, either by health or financial reasons, to be devoted to a regular exercise routine, then my challenge to you is to find a way to make regular exercise a regular part of your life, a routine part of your life. On episode 110, I shared that working out is like sustenance to me. It really is. I would not consider not exercising, at least not as long as I'm physically able to. My hope is that you or someone you know who needs to hear this message will commit or recommit to a regular exercise routine to enjoy the health and financial benefits of a regular exercise routine in your current midlife season. My next guest episode features David Tank on episode 112, an immersive storytelling episode brought to you by the Inspired Leadership Initiative at the University of Notre Dame. Be sure to subscribe to the Midlife Fulfill podcast on your favorite podcast player so that you don't miss it. And you know the best way to make sure that you don't miss any future episodes is to be subscribed to my weekly newsletter. Every Monday, I send the current week's guest episode, along with bonus content to contribute to your midlife fulfillment journey. Just scroll down to the show notes page, and you'll see the link there to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. You know what time it is, my midlife friend? It's that time when I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And if you want to know how I know this, listen to episode 100 where I explain it. I'll see you on the next guest episode, episode 112, featuring David Tank. I'll see you then.